guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So I want to give you just a quick little message today as we finish up our Come Follow Me studies for the week. Yesterday, I brought up lessons learned from Saul. And again, we're going to be talking about Saul turned to Paul so much over the next several months. He's a scripture hero of mine, and I love him. In fact, we named a child after him. He's always been such a hero of mine and the things that he is able to do. And he just becomes an amazing missionary as we transition from Saul to Paul. There's a cool little message here in Acts chapter 9 as he makes that change and that conversion. So he just received his sight. He'd been baptized by Ananias, verse 19. When he had received meat, he was strengthened. Again, he'd been fasting for that time period. Then was Saul certain days with the disciples which were at Damascus. And straightway he preached Christ in the synagogues, that he is a son of God. But all that heard him were amazed and said, Is not this he that destroyed them which called upon his name in Jerusalem? I bet this threw a lot of people off their groove a little bit. And came hither for that intent that he might bring them bound into the chief priests. They're seeing the guy. It's like, wait, you were the guy who actually tried throwing me into prison and now you're teaching about Jesus Christ? Verse 22, Saul increased more in strength and confounded the Jews which dwelt at Damascus, proving that this is the very Christ. In fact, they tried counseling together to kill him and the disciples hid him a little bit. Verse 25, they took him by night, led him down by a wall in a basket. And when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he essayed to join himself to the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and believed not that he was a disciple. And I get that. I totally get the fact that here's a guy whose main job was to just throw people in jail who believed in Jesus. Now, he's the one preaching about that. You know, the gospel of Jesus Christ is all about change. If we don't believe in change and conversion, then what a useless religion we have if we don't believe that people can change. There's so many cool little videos that have been done out there of people who used to be a certain way, became a certain way, and changed. And again, so many good ones out here. Here's a short little one that I think you'll love. So go ahead and watch this. I didn't meet Kennedy until probably eight years ago. You know, I would see stuff on Facebook and I would see postings. When I saw the movie, that's what really filled in the blanks. I'm Steve Palano. I'm Sicilian. It's one of those things with Sicilians where pretty much as many times as you can drop the F-bomb in a sentence, you win the argument. So I apologize in advance if, you know, it pops. Look, Army for eight and a half years, infantry. Drank a lot, fought a lot. Did security jobs, did contracting jobs in a lot of nasty places with a lot of nasty people doing a lot of nasty things. So that's me. That's the way I've been. Hi, my name's Jason Hansen, and this is my beautiful wife, Heather. So four years ago, uh, our daughter, Kennedy Hansen, sat out on our back porch, which is right behind this camera. She told Heather and I, my story will be shared with the world. Since Kenny's passed away, we've seen 22 of our friends, like Steve, join the church, and others who I could name that are wonderful. Joining this church was something I never thought I'd see him do in this life, and that's why it's such a beautiful story. Change happens, and it takes place for each one of us as we draw closer to our Savior, and it's been fun to see that in Steve. In five years, I have no idea where, where this is going to take me. Did you just say elder forum Are you kidding me? Every time I like make comments in the elder quorum, my elder quorum president's doing this. He always recognized the good and the bad in himself. I think that we need more of that in this gospel. And there's pure honesty from him. There's just so much in that story 
that somebody can take out of and apply to themselves. And it was her example of how she was working through the disease and still maintaining a positive, peaceful attitude. And you watch somebody who's brave in the face of death and you gotta sit there and look at yourself and brave and at peace at the same time. And you gotta look at yourself and go, what was your problem? A 14 year old girl has no fear in that particular department, then why do I? I decided to pray selflessly, which would be a little different. The next morning, all the way out to the door, light the cigarette, first drag, now I'm awake. And I felt like somebody between the bottom stair and the top stair that somebody had downloaded like 40 gigs of memory into my head. A lot of it had to do with weird stuff that I never thought about, like foundations and what I had done wrong my entire life. And that all hit me from the bottom of the stairs to the top of the stairs. Yeah, I dropped the cigarette out of my mouth. And I was kind of like, okay, what just happened? I had to accept it. It's hard. It's hard. I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to quit smoking. I didn't want to quit drinking. I just got to wake up every day and go with it. Right? Okay. I'm not going to smoke today. I'm not going to drink today. I'm not going to chase after women today. And I'm not going to punch people in the face today. I've personally seen how he has been softened by the Spirit. And I tell him, I say, it's not in a sissy way, Steve. It's in a Christ-like way. Whether Steve joined the church or not, we would love him the same. If I do this stuff, then blessings will come in their time. In the end of all things, and you die and you're standing before God, what do you have left but your integrity? And if he sees that throughout the entire time you really tried, I figure that's about as best as you can do as a human being. Again, sometimes it's so hard for people to believe that people can change. I love what Elder Holland said this. He said, there is something in many of us that particularly fails to forgive and forget earlier mistakes in life, either our mistakes or the mistakes of others. Let people repent. Let people grow. Believe that people can change and improve. Again, I think that's such a wonderful message for you and I today to be able to have faith that people can change. If Saul can turn to Paul, then other people can change as well. And we've got to have faith in that, especially as we share the gospel with others and know that people can change. I love this week of study, and I love that we have been introduced to Paul and all the wonderful things we get to see him doing for basically almost the rest of the New Testament. And like was said by the Lord, what a chosen vessel he is to be able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with others. I'm grateful for him, and I love the stories that we've shared this week. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.